1: Devastation in the Midwest. This is likely to be one of the
2: largest tornado outbreaks in our history.
1: Hundreds of lives may be lost. This
0: tornado event may surpass the 1974 super outbreak as one of the most deadly in Kentucky's history.
1: This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Monday, December 13th. I'm Mike Scott. A storm system moved across the Midwest Friday, turning deadly, unleashing several tornadoes.
3: The destruction spans across more than five states, smashing apart a candle factory in Kentucky crushing a nursing home in Arkansas, flattening an Amazon distribution center in Illinois. The National Weather Service is still assessing how many tornadoes touched down, but says the same one blew through four states, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, and Kentucky, making it one of the longest on record at over 200 miles and destroying the town of Mayfield, where Brittany Sullivan owns a pharmacy. We know that we've already lost a few of our customers
4: from the tornado, um, I think everyone's hurting. And even if you didn't lose anything,
3: people are still hurting because our community means everything. She says the town will rebuild. I'm Julie Walker.
0: The confirmed death toll is in the dozens, but rescuers are coming through fields of wreckage searching for anyone who may be trapped. Officials fear the final toll may be more than 100. Mayfield, Kentucky, was hit particularly hard, and rescue efforts there have been complicated by the fact that the city's main fire station and emergency services hub also were hit. And devastated. Jimmy Finch set up a barbecue stand Sunday to help feed crews and the survivors. Humans. Devastated humans is what they are. I'm Ben Thomas. This pastor said he was devastated to
1: see what was left
5: of his church. We were up most of the night praying and worrying, and then when it got daylight... I got in my truck and came on into town, and I was just stunned. I did not go in the building until late yesterday afternoon, but uh, what I saw, um, uh, just heartbreaking.
1: President Biden says federal emergency personnel have already been deployed.
2: Search and rescue teams, water and other supplies. And FEMA is on the ground working with each of the states to assess the damages and focus on federal support where it is needed most and how we can get it there most rapidly.
1: Determined, the federal government will do whatever it can to help.
2: I want folks in all these states to know we're going to get through this, we're going to get through this together, and the federal government is not going to walk away. This is one of those times when we aren't Democrats or Republicans. Sounds like hyperbole, but it's real. We're all Americans. We stand together as a United States of America. And so I say to all the victims, you're in our prayers.
1: Speaking with the governors of the affected states, including Kentucky Governor Andrew Bashir.
2: His comment was, it looks like a war zone, but worse. Jill and I pray, and I sincerely mean this, pray for those who have lost loved ones and for those who are uncertain of the fate of their loved ones.
1: Bashir told local Kentucky affiliate WHAS that four different tornadoes touched down in the Bluegrass State.
6: We have lived through some of the toughest uh, hours of our lives as Kentuckians. Uh, This event uh, is the worst, most devastating, most deadly tornado event in Kentucky's history. You are not alone today, Kentucky is absolutely united. We are united with our people. We are united to find and rescue as many as possible. We are united to grieve with, I think, over 100 families. There's at least 15 feet of metal with cars on top of it, barrels of corrosive chemicals that are there. It'll be a miracle if anybody else is found uh, alive in it. They're going to lose a whole lot of people. One block from my grandparents' house. There's no house standing. There's no house standing, and we don't know where all those people are.
1: Daybreak Insiders, Greg Clugston reports. President Biden and Senator Joe Manchin. We'll discuss the pending multi-trillion dollar social spending bill.
6: For months, the West Virginia Democrat has withheld support from the president's Build Back Better plan, worried that it's fiscally irresponsible. The president said he and Manchin will talk this week and he'll make the case that the legislation will help bring down prices.
2: It has a negative impact on inflation. Not a, it doesn't raise inflation but that's hard for people to think about right now.
6: Mr. Biden describes the 39-year high inflation rate as a bump in the road and thinks the crisis has reached its peak.
1: With the president's poll numbers at an all-time low due to the economy and other domestic issues, former President Trump told the Salem Radio Network Biden's foreign policy with China and Russia is not garnering any respect either.
5: You didn't have planes, uh, bombers flying over Taiwan. You didn't have What's happening uh, on Ukraine? You didn't have this. I mean, this looks like it's very serious stuff. They don't respect us anymore.
1: Trump said all of this started with the withdrawal from Afghanistan.
5: I've never seen anything worse than the or more embarrassing than what we did with Afghanistan. We lost soldiers, by the way, many, many very severely wounded that nobody even talks about. We left hostages. We left. American citizens behind?
1: The Kremlin is not concerned by the threat of economic sanctions if Ukraine is invaded.
5: He would love to have sanctions if he could take over Ukraine. He'd take them, and then in two years the sanctions come off like they always do, etc., etc. Now, they don't talk. There was nothing scary about that meeting. Putin walked away from that meeting saying, wow, that was nice.
1: British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss says the group of seven economic powers... Are also telling Russia to de escalate its military buildup near the Ukrainian border.
3: What we've seen this weekend is a united front from the G7 that there would be massive consequences if there were to be a Russian incursion into Ukraine, which would carry severe costs.
1: If imposing massive consequences on Russia causes some economic pain to the G7 countries as well, it's essential. To protecting Ukraine,
3: the most important thing is that we defend and advance freedom and democracy, and that is the main topic of the discussion at the G7 this weekend. We cannot have short-term uh, economic gain at the expense of our long-term freedom and democracy.
1: Meanwhile, British police saying a man was shot dead during a confrontation with officers. Near Kensington Palace. The
3: Metropolitan Police Force says officers were called to the wealthy area of London after reports that a man with a gun had entered a bank and bookmakers, then fled in a vehicle, which they stopped on Palace Gate Road. Police say shots were fired and a man sustained gunshot wounds. He was pronounced dead at the scene, and the incident is not being treated as terrorism. Kensington Palace is the official London residence of Prince William, his wife Kate, and their three children. It is also home to several other members of the royal family. I'm Julie Walker.
1: Viewers of Fox News got a surprise over the weekend.
4: After 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday. It is the last time, and I say this with real sadness, we will meet like this.
1: Announcing his departure, anchor Chris Wallace says he's leaving the network.
4: Eighteen years ago, the bosses here at Fox promised me they would never interfere with a guest I booked or a question I asked. And they kept that promise. I have been free to report to the best of my ability to cover the stories I think are important to hold our country's leaders to account. It's been a great ride. We've covered five presidential elections, interviewed every president since George H.W. Bush, traveled the world sitting down with France's Emmanuel Macron and Russia's Vladimir Putin. And I've gotten to spend Sunday mornings with you.
1: Wallace is making the move to CNN+, Plus, a new online offering set to launch next year. Former NFL star Michael Strahan rocketed into space on Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin. Five, four, manage and start, two, one. After a 10-minute flight, Blue Origin's new Shepard crew capsule returned to Earth from its launch site in West Texas. There
6: we go. Retro thrust and touchdown that is here all around from the crew i think it is safe to say that the word touchdown has a new meaning for michael (laughs) strahan today
1: five others joined strahan including the eldest daughter of the first american in space alan shepherd the rocket's namesake it's the third time blue origin has flown passengers in the automated capsule saturday's launch Marks the last one this year by private U.S. companies as space tourism finally takes off. But not so fast, says Daybreak's Jason Walker. Future private passengers into orbit will not
0: earn their astronaut wings the federal aviation administration says it will no longer give out the wings starting next year that's because too many people are launching into space it becomes effective january 1st by the way nasa astronauts have nothing to worry about they'll still get their pins all 15 people who have gone into space so far this year on private u.s flights will receive their wings from the faa